Stock market up, stock market down. Who knows, traders? But the facts are obvious. Next year, there's going to be some scary things that are unavoidable when it comes to the economy and the Fed. So I want to prepare you inside this video to tell you how you can make money from that possible drop, that possible market correction from said things happening. At the end of the video, if you stay till the end, I'm giving you three plays you could probably use for this upcoming week because gosh knows we need them. So let's get into it. Like video, subscribe to channel. would love to have you guys here long-term learning with us. Let's talk about what this tapering thing is because just the word alone took the stock market down on Monday morning. So the Fed, this is their chart of their owning, their balance sheet of their owning bonds, mortgage-backed securities. They've said to possibly own index funds as well. So this is them buying those things. And if they're buying those things, we can see the asset prices rising because we all know they have trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars of buying power. So if they're consistently buying the bonds and the index funds, well, those things go straight to the moon, which is what they have been doing. So since 2008, it's been pretty obvious what the Fed's been doing. It's been propping up the market. We've had two points during those times where they have tapered, which means they just slow their buying of securities, slow their buying of bonds, and at some points they start unloading, which is called quantitative tightening. They're tightening the economy. They're kind of letting loose on their balance sheet. So we see tapering slowing down here, but here's the real tapering where we really start seeing them unloading stuff. And they have to, guys. The economy's not doing well. The interest rates are low. Our debt's too high. They have to find some ways to get some more bullets in their guns to save us in the future. But here, let's move on. We do have the interest rate. This is one bullet they have to save our economy if, if interest rates are high. Right now, they're not. They're at 0%. If they stay at 0%, we can't save our economy in the downturn because we can't lower a 0% interest rate. We can try. I don't know if negative rate's going to work, but right now we tried in 2015. So I want you to really pay attention to this. Around 2018, we tapered. So that means we started to unload everything on the balance sheet. And then we rose interest rates from 2016 to about 2019. During that time, raising interest rates and tapering did not have a pleasant effect on the economy. Check this out. On the charts, we had a smooth uptrend from about 2014, 2015, 2016. Smooth, 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 smooth. Around 2018, when things got serious, the bond rate got too high, as you can see right here. The tapering got too aggressive, as you can see right here. That is when volatility overcame and overtook the markets. Big drop, 10%. Big drop, 15%. Coronavirus, boom. That was the, that was the nail in the coffin for tapering. Once we saw the COVID, no more tapering. We got a buyback. We got a print like it's the end of the world because it could have been. You know, Look at that raising of the, the balance sheet. They had to buy so much to prop up the economy. They had to print so much to prop up the economy. The point I'm trying to make, if you haven't understood this, is that they're going to stop doing this next year. They're going to stop keeping the interest rates at zero. They're going to stop buying things and propping up the economy, and they're going to slow that down, eventually unload it into the economy. So that means the market will not digest it. They won't enjoy it, and you're going to see this volatility come back. You're going to see some selling, possibly going to see a market correction. So again, how do we prepare for it? How do we make money? We're going to answer that inside this video, but here is the doji. I want to show you this one candle. I just 
No technical analysis. I know it like the back of my hand. The doji is a bad candle. We have about 10 days left in this month. Um, call it 13 at this date. If we close at this rate right now, where we are in the stock market, this is going to be a doji. This is a reversal or consolidation candle. Here's a doji, two-month reversal. Here's a doji, four, four to three-month reversal for a 10% correction. We also have an inverted hammer at the top, at the COVID top. You could have predicted every single top in the stock market just from this one candle. Take a snapshot. Take a picture, guys. Try to get better and understand how to utilize this in your trading and your investing because it's game over once you figure it out. But right here, we're forming that exact same candle. So we need a miracle run in the next 13 days or else we're going to end up like these last two points where we're sell-offs, sell-offs, sell-offs. So be prepared. There could be a sell-off in the next couple months towards the end of the year. We do have the SPY. I do want to point this out too. Running, 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 running on the weekly chart. But we are seeing the market mover indicator, which is for free to everyone inside my trading group showing divergence, which means lower highs, lower highs, lower highs as the market makes higher highs, higher highs, higher highs. This is a sign of severe momentum dropping. If we see the SPY going up, the indicators going down, we know there's weakness in this up move. So right now, SPY's looking weak as it's trending up. So with that and the doji, I'm pretty scared for next month. I'm pretty scared till the end of the year. I do need to buy some stocks, hoping to get some discounts, honestly. But we'll see what the market gives us. Uh, moving on, let's show you the possibilities. So if the market does correct, if it does sell off, we're going to see one in the future. We just don't know if it's going to be this month or next year or maybe even two years out. But if it does correct right now, here's the levels to pay, pay attention to. Here's high volume nodes right here, right here, and right here. Those are the key volume nodes. We're probably not going past this node because that's going to be recession territory. If we crawl through that, we're down to more than 20% on the SPY. And if we push through that, we're going to be in the COVID lows, which is highly unlikely. So 20% down is my max. I think we're going to touch next year, but I think a simple correction is healthy. I'd love to see a correction to sub 400 in the SPY, but in the meantime, a pullback might happen as well. We've seen pullbacks in the past. A pullback could be just a 30-point move, 5% down, but the correction territory is 10. So the economy could still be healthy, but we can still experience both, a pullback and a correction. A bad economy is going to be a recession territory move. So I don't think we're going to see that unless the Fed really starts unloading and really starts raising interest rates aggressively. So now is the question. If we do have the levels right there, we do have the pullback, the correction, the possible recession in the future, how do we make money? I'm going to give you four ways you can make money from these moves, as well as my three picks I released to my group today. But again, guys, brand new. This is awesome. Text this number if you want a free Monday morning playlist, watch list on the stock market, as well as my Sunday picks straight to your cell phone, totally free. I'm not going to text you more than that right now this week. Um, We're just going to provide peer playlists or watch lists and picks um, right to your cell phone. So text that number if you want text like that. So next up, we'll talk about how we make money from the downside. Number one, if you don't have the stomach to hold an option that could move 50 to 100% in a month, if you want something slower, you got the SQQ, you got the X, SPXS. These are the short inverses, the three X's on the index funds. So today, this is up 4%. 
the market's down, you could have bought something that went up. You don't need to short the market. You don't need to short stocks. Shorting is dangerous. If you want something safer, if you don't want options, buying the SQQ, SPXS, is an opportunity. It moves three times as fast as well. So let's say you have $10,000 in the index and you're worried about it for the next month. You could buy $3,000 worth of any of these inverses and any move will be protected because three times the amount of money, three times in your index fund is protected by one third amount of money in any of these. Hopefully that made sense. Not a financial advisor, this isn't financial advice, but this is what I personally would be doing if I was all in on index funds at the scary moments in the market. Number two, we got the VIX. You can buy the VIX, you can buy a VIX fund. The VIX is up substantially today, which is 17%. So if you want to protect yourself, 17% ain't bad on a one-day return. Almost sounds like the options at this point. And speaking of options, you could buy VIX or SQQ calls. So if the market goes down, these things rip to the moon, which means calls are going to go. The VIX today, the VIX calls are up 250% for the weeklies. The SQQQQ Those calls are up 150 to 200% for the weeklies. So a small move can be leveraged to make more money with options. So call options on these two things can do that, which means you need even less money to protect whatever's in your portfolio. Like the example I said previously, if you got $10,000, you can protect yourself with a $3,000 investment in the SQQ. But we all know options are 10X. So divide that by 100, you're looking at instead of 3,000, only 300 bucks could protect your whole portfolio, which means a downside move would help you break even and not lose money. So that could be your goal, could be an opportunity. Who knows? I'm not your accountant. I'm not telling you what to do with your money. Lastly, the poor man's covered call is insane. It's mind-blowing. It's my favorite strategy. Let me explain this to you, and please pay attention right now. If you were long, if you want to be long, if you're bullish on the market, you could buy leaps right now and protect yourself with this. So if you bought a leap, let's say March 31st, 2022, that's going to be six months away. That's actually not a leap. Uh, you can go out further if you want, but that thing costs $2,100. That's a lot of money. And if the market drops, you're pretty much going to lose all of that because the market may never touch 445 ever again at this point. But if it does, you would make money, maybe, if it goes past a certain portion. So if it drops, you lose money, what do you do? You could sell a call with a shorter expiration. So right here, the December 31st options for 2022, they're trading at $1,500, which means if you bought one and sold one, that means that you're only paying $600 to take advantage of a bullish move in the market. Best part is, I'm gonna put a little spin on it for you guys, that $1,500 option you sold does protect your downside, but you can also profit from it if the market drops. Let's say the market dropped 5% and you're like, this is the bottom, I'm out. You could just let that option expire worthless. Basically collect that full $1,500 and still keep your long call and let that thing run to the moon. If the market makes all-time highs after this pullback, that would be the scenario. And again, it would look something like this. Let me just go to the chart. Let's say this market, you... Put on this is called a debit spread. You bought a call, you sold a call, it was a calendar, so the di- expiration dates were different. If the market pulls back, you have that short call protecting you. That short call is going to be profitable 
Maybe you're making $1,000 on it. On this pullback, you could exit that short call for $1,000 profit. While you're still down on your other call, you could keep it. And then when the market rips to all-time highs, that long call starts to make money. So you made money from the short side and the long side with one single trade. Best part is, guys, if this trade doesn't make money, what you can do is you can roll the short call. So in the next month, you could do it for January. That could bring in another $500. All you need is to roll this twice, and you're pretty much paying for your long call it's a free trade at that point, and it's a free possible upside move for the SPY if you want to try to ride it. Who knows? This is an option. It's very confusing. If you don't understand it, don't jump into it right now. But I do have free books, free courses on options, free technical analysis lessons on my website link in the bio. If you're still confused, please check those out. I want to help you guys out for free. Now, here's the three picks. Don't want to waste your time. Let's just give them to you real quick, real fast. AMD, this thing traded totally flat, sitting on multiple EMA clouds and sitting at a key level of 106 for AMD. If we support tomorrow and support on Thursday, I think we see a run on AMD to 110. Currently, about a $3 move in AMD is 100% return. So at this point right here, you could get 100% in AMD using the weeklies if we hit 110 this week. So that's an that's an interesting chart. Market closed bullish today. If we run off the lows again and the market is good for the rest of the week and it's bullish, I think these plays are going to print. So I gave you a bunch of downside setups for a reason. Um, that's how to protect yourself. Those are some ideas if the market crashes. But in the short term, if the market doesn't crash this week or next week, here's some plays that do look good. So you got both. You got both scenarios. I'm not biased on any side here. I'm just providing information, letting you make the most of it from yourself. Apple right here is sitting over $150. This is one of my favorite setups because we are now opening up for a room to run higher. We do have the iPhone drop coming. We do have iPads and all these other tech things coming out in September and October. And if you buy options out far enough, I think this move on Apple is fueled until the event, once the event happens, profit taking, you know the drill, but I think this move is kind of preceding the event. So there's something they know that we don't, and this stock chart is looking pretty tasty right now. So make sure it closes above 150. Lastly, Pfizer. If you look at the top up here, breadalerts.com, link below, just had a buy signal on Pfizer, short term bullish. The stock moved a whole dollar from the time of this alert to it running. So that is telling me there is some momentum, there's some high volume option flow into Pfizer that could push us to $52 tomorrow, maybe even $53, $55 by the end of the week. I love this setup. This is going straight to the moon. It's all about grabbing a safe pullback. But right now, it's looking a little sketchy. I don't know how much further we go, but it did run massively at the end of the day. So Pfizer looking tasty. That's all I got, guys. Um, If you want the free books, free courses, free seven days for free trading with me, hit the links below. And I got a video for you on my three picks from yesterday or two days ago, which you'll totally love. Check it out in the video to write to me. That's all I got. Have a great day. I'll see you guys later. Peace.